Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis, and I hope all of you are having fantastic Tuesdays. I think it's Tuesday. Fantastic Tuesdays, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We have got a lot to dive into. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Encourage you to go download today's Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Uh, Governor of Tennessee, Bill Lee on in the second hour. Third hour, we had Tommy Laren in studio. Fun time. Encourage you to check it out. But uh, a lot to dive into here. I want to start with Tim Tebow. Uh, Tim Tebow's career probably in the NFL is over. At the age of 34, the Jacksonville Jaguars cut him. Let me talk about Tebow here for a minute. Regardless of what your personal opinion is of Tebow or whether you were a Florida Gator fan, Denver Bronco fan, whoever you rooted for, Tim Tebow has been one of the most fun athletes to follow of my career as a college football fan. Uh, I think he's one of the five most fun quarterbacks that I can think of to play SEC football to cover. Right to talk about, to watch him play. In no particular order, I would say the five quarterbacks that I have enjoyed watching the most uh, as, uh, as a fan of college football in the SEC, Peyton Manning. Obviously, I'm biased here, but Manning went 39-6 and during his tenure at Tennessee. Uh, won an SEC championship and elevated Tennessee to the point where they were capable of winning a national championship. Uh, certainly Tebow at Florida won a national championship as a freshman Heisman Trophy as a sophomore national championship again as a junior and went 12-1 and in his senior year with the only loss being to an undefeated Alabama Crimson Tide team which won their first ever national championship under Nick Saban Tebow's senior year. Cam Newton who prior to Joe Burrow who I'll get to in a sec had the single best season that I have ever seen in terms of a quarterback play 14-0 with the Auburn Tigers in 2010. That was, I believe, an 8-4 talent Auburn Tiger team. Cam Newton put them on his shoulder and played such an electric, exciting brand of football that he led them to a 14-0 championship. One of the greatest seasons ever. In fact, the greatest quarterback season ever other than Joe Burrow who came in with LSU and was just an electric transcendent talent in a 15-0 season. One of the best offenses that I have ever seen. Jamar Chase, uh, the excitement that was brought to bear by that LSU-Joe Burrow team. And then Johnny Manziel. So I would say the five quarterbacks in the SEC that I have most enjoyed writing and talking about during the time that I've been covering the SEC as a quote-unquote professional. Tebow, uh, Peyton Manning who I never really got to cover as a professional but as a Tennessee fan uh, I absolutely loved watching him. Joe Burrow, uh, Johnny Manziel uh, and Cam Newton. Those would be the five most electric transcendent quarterbacks I would say from the SEC in the last 25 years or so the last quarter century those are the five guys that I've most enjoyed watching play I've watched virtually every game that has mattered for those five quarterbacks and they were just a tremendous amount of excitement now there's other guys I've enjoyed watching too Danny Werfel at Florida incredible talent 
Lots of fun to watch play over the years. Uh, But the five that I would hit there I think are the five best at the quarterback position in terms of what they brought to bear. And look, Mac Jones was good and I know he had a fantastic uh, senior season but those were the five that I would put uh, on the uh, on the on the top echelon of quarterbacks and so Tebow was in that group so let me say this about Tebow what I've always loved and appreciated about Tebow is his fearlessness Tebow chased after his dream of playing baseball it didn't work for him he chased after a dream to continue to play football he is exhausted every single element of capability and talent that he has and his career may now be over but how many guys have won the Heisman Trophy multiple national championships started for an NFL playoff team Uh, not very many, right? And so Tebow is one of the most uh, enlightening and entertaining athletes I have ever seen. There are a lot of people who enjoy attacking Tebow and I think you can ask this question I tweeted it earlier Tebow's got criticized more for attempting to make the, uh, the NFL as a tight end on a roster minimum he got criticized more for that than Deshaun Watson has for being accused of sexual assault by 24 different women. He got criticized more than almost any athlete out there Tim Tebow did and so I want to ask you this question why? What has Tim Tebow ever done that would be worthy of criticism other than trying to play sports at the absolute apex of his ability and also simultaneously trying to make the world a little bit better. If every athlete carried himself like Tim Tebow the world would be a better place. There's a level of selflessness from Tebow that few athletes are ever able to attain. And guys like Stephen A. Smith want to attack Tim Tebow and say oh he's white privilege personified. What privilege has Tim Tebow had that he hasn't earned. See, sports is about the meritocracy. Either you can perform or you can't perform. In college, few have performed at a higher level than Tebow. In the NFL, it didn't happen for him and he lost his starting job and he finally took the advice that lots of people gave him starting when he was a freshman in college and said you need to figure out how to be a tight end or an H-back Tebow. He finally came back and tried that at the age of 34 and it didn't work for him but I will always say Tebow is one of the five best athletes at the quarterback position that I have ever seen most engaging, most entertaining uh, as I just ran through in the SEC over the last quarter century Um, and what I would say about this also is criticism of Tebow tells us more about the criticizer than it is and does Tebow himself because he has been in the public spotlight since the age of 18 years old pretty much as good of a dude as you could possibly hope for someone to be. I'll always be a Tim Tebow fan. I appreciate what he meant to the SEC. I appreciate his, uh, his tries in the NFL, his seasons in the NFL uh, and there's no harm in going out without being able to succeed you have drained every ounce of your athletic ability that you can. You're 34 years old. I think he's got a lot of good things left to do in his life and I look forward to seeing what those things are but I just want to ask you this. Think about the level of criticism that Tebow got over the years and compare it with other guys who actually did bad things who may well be not that good of dudes. I like Tebow. 
Uh, and I'm going to be rooting for him for the rest of his life. Um, look, Braves are on fire. I don't want to jinx the Atlanta Braves but you guys know that my kids, my 10-year-old in particular, diehard Braves fan. We have got the Atlanta Braves on in my house every single night and the Braves now have a one and a half game lead in the NL East over the Phillies. Two and a half game, I believe. Might be three and a half actually over the Mets who are in third place and are fading fast and this has been a lot of fun. I'm not sure that the Braves have the pitching to make a real run in the postseason but they are getting hot at the right time. Can they sustain it? over the final 40 games or so. Fingers crossed that they're going to be able to do it. want to tell you, big announcement coming tomorrow morning at 8.50 a.m. Eastern on Fox and Friends on Fox News. I think you guys are going to be excited about the announcement. I can't wait to share it with you. We'll put it up on OutKick right after it happens. You can guess as to what it might be. But until 8.50 a.m. Eastern, 7.50 Central, 6.50 Mountain, and 5.50 a.m. Pacific, we won't know what it's going to be. By the way, this is not the announcement. I'll go ahead and let you guys know. I am headed out to Vegas uh, on Thursday to participate in a poker challenge with a lot of other people that will later air uh, live on... Not live, but will later, later air on television... I'm playing against a lot of top professional poker players. I am going to be destroyed uh, in these games of poker uh, but it should be a lot of fun. If you enjoy watching me get my ass kicked uh, we're going to have a fun collection of people that are competing in this celebrity poker challenge. I'm headed out to Vegas uh, on Thursday as soon as I finish the radio show. I'll do the radio show again from Vegas on Friday. Uh, but I'm excited to be able to do this and it should be a uh, it should be a really cool uh, experience for sure going forward. Um, I got to tell you by the way uh, there's nothing more personal than your health so when it comes to finding the right nutrition supplements to meet your fitness goals you need a personalized approach. Thankfully now there's Gainful. The personalized nutrition system formulated for your body and goals Gainful gives you peace of mind that your protein, hydration, and pre-workout supplements contain the best ingredients specifically made for you. You can take a five-minute Gainful quiz uh, and look, we use this in the house not only me but my wife who is far more savvy about being healthy than I am. She loves the Gainful products because you get supplements delivered straight to your home with no shipping charges every month They're formulated by on-staff registered dietitians backed by pro-level exercise scientists on their science advisory board. Every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one access to their own registered dietitian available anytime to answer your questions. You will love it and you can get $20 off your personalized supplements. Go to Gainful.com slash Clay. That's Gainful G-A-I-N F-U-L Gainful.com slash Clay for $20 off Gainful personalized nutrition made for your taste. Uh, I want to talk for a minute about what's going on with COVID and I'll start here uh, as it pertains to COVID's impact on the world of sports. You know this is a battle that I've been fighting for basically 18 months now. Uh, The 
I keep forgetting what city they're in used to be Oakland Raiders now Las Vegas Raiders are requiring vaccines to be able to attend their games in Las Vegas this fall. Um, And uh, vaccine passports are now required all over New York City as it pertains to being able to enter bars, restaurants, gyms, sporting events. Okay? Um, What's interesting about this is the data now that is coming out is reportedly the Biden administration is going to require booster shots for COVID vaccines eight months after your most recent uh, vaccine has been received. Why are they doing this? Because of Israeli data which suggests that the vaccines rapidly lose efficacy and stop to work as well as they have in the past within eight months. Where do we see this? We see it in Israel which is one of the most vaccinated countries in the world and is seeing a skyrocketing rate of hospitalizations and infections. The data out of Israel suggests that there is relatively significant protection provided by the vaccines but that it fades sooner rather than uh, many expected and when that vaccine fades that there is a massive impact Uh, in terms of breakthrough infections and people being able to get sick. So, I've already had COVID. I keep saying it because people keep asking, well, what have you... I have not gotten the vaccine because I had a natural COVID infection. I still have COVID antibodies, okay? So, uh, as you look and think about what is coming, I've been saying for a while the COVID vaccine is going to look more and more and more like a flu shot. And I think one of the big challenges going forward is going to be this. How frequent are these booster shots going to be to provide protection against COVID? Every year are you going to have to get a booster shot? If so, that's not anything that's similar to a traditional vaccine. Yes, you have to get booster shots for some vaccines but it's not normal that you would get a yearly booster shot for a COVID vaccine. It's starting to sound more and more like we are going to have to do what I've been telling you for 18 months now. COVID's going to be endemic. We have to get used to living with it. We can't run and hide. The vaccines have not been some panacea that end COVID forever. In fact, if you look at Israel even if 100% of the United States population was vaccinated there would still be many different people getting infections as a result of the Delta variant or some future variant down the line. And so the question that nobody can answer that I think is significant is how many different COVID booster shots for the vaccine are going to be required now? Most of you out there who get the vaccine are now going to be required to get three different shots in the space of eight or nine months. What is that going to look like in the years ahead and how is this going to impact things? Again, a month ago people were mad at me for talking about the Israeli data for having Alex Berenson on for sharing the data and talking about the impact. Uh, This is going to be, I believe, an unfortunate and long Uh, long process until COVID is over uh, in terms of being a major threat 
on a day-to-day basis for purposes of the media discussing it. Right? So that is the latest reports that everybody's going to have to get a booster shot who got the COVID vaccine. I think what the data is going to reflect based on what I have seen so far is that natural immunity is going to provide the best protection against COVID. That is what I have. That's what many of you out there have. That's what tens of millions of you have who have already had COVID going forward. want to reiterate again we had the governor of Tennessee on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show today and he announced yesterday that everyone in the state of Tennessee who has a child can make their own decision about whether their kids wear a mask or not based on the data my kids in public school right now my first grader and my fifth grader are not wearing masks to school because I don't think that masks provide any protection for them at all. The Afghanistan debacle continues. Jen Psaki came off of vacation. She had gone on vacation despite the fact that the biggest uh, foreign relations disaster in 40 years was undergoing two generations. Uh, They had a White House press briefing today and look, I hope that we're going to be able to get all of the American citizens out of Afghanistan safely and as many different people who helped the American military as possible who otherwise may be executed by the Taliban Uh, but the debacle that is unfurling right now in Afghanistan is a generational failure of foreign policy. I think it calls into question the expertise of any advisor to Joe Biden right now. Think about it. I don't root against any president. I've said it for decades now as a public figure. I do not root against any president. Murder rate is growing at an all-time high percentage-wise of most of our lives. The border is at a generational failure in terms of it being a sieve and everybody being able to cross. Inflation is at a high for many of our lives. The the number of people who are Uh, available jobs and able to be filled. There's over 10.1 million jobs right now that aren't filled because we continue to pay people not to work and because some people are terrified of COVID. We've got COVID booster shots coming. Uh, The number of people that are uh, dealing with COVID of a severe level continues to increase in many different parts of the country because COVID is going to be endemic despite Joe Biden saying by July 4th Uh, everything would be back to normal. That unfortunately has not happened. All of these are failures of the Biden administration and Afghanistan unfortunately is the latest. They need to do a better job of bringing this country together. Joe Biden ran on the idea that he was going to be a moderate force. He then has now put forward the most radical budget $3.5 trillion budget the most radical increase in spending that we have ever seen in most of our lives the biggest since LBJ and the Great Society. Uh, Biden continues continues to be a very uh, difficult difficult situation making things worse seven months into his presidency I am not optimistic about where we are headed right now and I say that as a typical huge optimist. All right, I've got to get ready go meet my teachers for uh, parent-teacher conference night wild time uh, in the Travis household. Want to let you know big announcement coming tomorrow morning on Fox and Friends is going to be a lot of fun what we announce uh, and I encourage you guys to be watching at 8.50 Eastern 7.50 Central 6.50 Mountain 5.50 Pacific 
and also go download and listen to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. My thanks to Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee and Tommy Laren who were in studio with us today. More fun tomorrow. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP and thank you for supporting OutKick.